Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother Jonah. We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today. Who are pretty excited for this week's episode, if I do say so myself. Yes, we are so excited for this week's episode of our podcast, How Did We Get Weird? Incredible guest, Will Farrell, the head of Big Money Players Network with iHeartMedia, legendary comedian, actor. This was such a fun episode to record. Oh my God, we just had so much fun. Will and I got to talk about our days at SNL. We talked about Scooby-Doo. We talked about how Monopoly money absolutely rocks. Yes. And we also played a really fun game with Will called Change.org, where we kind of reviewed some petitions on Change.org. We got Will's take on if he should be the new Batman, which yes. I think we all agreed he should do. 100%. We also got his take on, you know, other very, very important issues facing society today. So it was great to have Will kind of <laughs> weigh in on that stuff. He talked about going to school with the guys from Raising Against the Machine. You know, if you enjoy it, we're going to play a teaser here. And you can check out other episodes of the podcast, which include Weird Al Yankovic, Amy Schumer, Taryn Killam, Lisa Loeb, Jewel. Come on, you got to check it out, please. It's just a podcast where we're hanging out with our friends, talking about cartoons, talking about snacks, talking about all those nostalgic topics with just a lot of really talented and hilarious people. Check out this clip of this incredible podcast this week with Will Ferrell. If you like this, go over to How Did We Get Weird? and subscribe. We release new episodes every single Monday. Check out me and my big brother Jonah every Monday on How Did We Get Weird on the Big Money Players Networks. If you like to have a blast, which we know you do and you gotta do, that's true. So, well, you grew up in Irvine. Yes. Irvine, California. Irvine, California. Which is Southern California. Yes. Yes. And there are a lot of... But I like that you said it just alone as if the world... (laughs) 
<laughs> would know. Where it is. Do you think most people might not know? Yeah, I most guess people it's don't. kind of a small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know that some people like Rage Against the Machines, Zach De La Roca were from yeah. there. Was that? And it seems like around the same year as you. Was that? Did you know those guys when you were in high school? So, so here's a crazy, another crazy SNL story. Okay, sorry, Jonah. No, please. My first year on the show, so 95, 96 season, and Tim and Zach, who I went to high school, Tim Comerford, who was in my class, Zach was a year below us. Okay. Tim had been playing in bands and this, that, and the other, and then next thing I know, they're part of this band that everyone's talking about called Rage Against the Machine, and we're on the same show together. Wow. Whoa. And it was like our, it was in that first half of the season, so within the first nine shows, and we were laughing going like, how crazy is this? We're on SNL. These oh three God. guys from Irvine. That's unbelievable. Very cool. Did you ever see Zach's band before that Inside? I'm a music journalist. This is like oh, okay. my, like he had this band Inside Out. Right? No. Did you ever saw it? Okay. No, but I, I think Tim was part, I did watch Tim perform with a band called Crystal Pistol. I okay. Believe. I haven't heard of them, but I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Which I believe is a reference to a penis. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's maybe something that you cooked <laughs> now, up. I'm just kidding. That's now I think Vanessa's that's... out of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah, he was just playing in, and I didn't even know Zach was into music. Really? <laughs> I just remember Zach as like a skateboarder guy, and we'd right. play pickup basketball. Yeah. And then next thing I know, he's this amazing lead singer. And then full circle, Tom Murillo has become a friend through our kids' school. Wow. So. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Okay. That's incredible. Crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, we are again for like <laughs> so and really having you. How are you guys feeling about the new setup here? Again, this is only our second podcast. I'm used to person. doing this in a room in my house. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a little more involved, but it feels good. For our listeners, they've set up two luxurious couches. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm on more of a love seat. Yeah. And you guys are on a full couch. But yeah. of the same with uh, some throw pillows. Some throws. Yeah. yeah. We're just hanging. So we're just hanging. Yeah. 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 Super a, chill. A kind of a chill, <laughs> kind of kind of like friends in a... Uh, friends in an in a office? Office. Yeah. <laughs> in an abandoned office. In an office yeah. with, you yeah. know, couches in it. Yeah. In it. And some equipment. And some, some equipment. Some audio equipment. Just, to, yeah. just pretend it's not, you know, yeah. I don't even see it. Or Well, look. <laughs> here's how it's gonna Wait, go here's how it's <laughs> another commercial everybody <laughs> no keep it going keep it, let's keep it going so uh, we asked you to bring in a topic today you you yeah, gave us I, several I gave you several yeah and the one that we picked right is scooby-doo yes okay to kind of talk about to kind of riff on yeah <laughs> okay so okay. what does scooby-doo i'm about to rhyme here mean to you mm. you know yeah, that was. I did not see that coming. Uh, <laughs> it's thrown me. <laughs> I huge Saturday morning cartoon kid. junkie kid, right? And Scooby Doo. I just between the solving of the mysteries, yes. which were super scary, yes. in my brain at that time, and the suspension of disbelief every week, yes, that maybe they weren't going to solve it. Yeah. But they still did. Yeah. But somehow, like, I kept coming back for more. And just the camaraderie. Yeah. Fred's ascot. Right. I loved. Right. He wore an ascot scarf. Yeah. And you yeah. liked that. I loved his style. Look. Yeah. I think I had a crush on Velma. 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 Yes. And then just, you know, Shaggy. I don't know so much about Shaggy. It was weird to me. Yeah. 
like why he was allowed to hang around. Yeah, I don't know. He needed to kind of. I don't know what his skill set was. His best friend was a dog. (laughs) Yeah, and but still, but you know, okay. Yeah, that's cool of them. Yeah, they do all the hard work. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, I just love. It was just my favorite cartoon. Yeah, yeah, and what was like? And the Mystery Machine, which was their van they traveled around. Yeah, right, 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 right. Which I drove a van in high school. That was similar to the Mystery Machine. My dad had a Chevy van that I would sometimes use as my car to drive to high school, which had, you guys won't know what this, it was a manual transmission, but it's called three on a tree. It's just three gears, oh. but it's up here. Okay. As so you opposed have a clutch to the shifter. Too? You got the clutch, and okay. everything, but you're shifting. He just hauled his music equipment around, and it was a windowless van. <laughs> This doesn't sound good. No, I, <laughs> but the mystery machine—I don't think had windows either. Was it really cool that when you would drive that van to work? Because I remember being in high school and kids who had cars yeah. like that. It was like we were all like, "We got to get in that car." It was cool because it was kind of beat up, yeah, and a little bit, little bit vintagey. I hung out with a group of friends who liked doing weird stuff, so okay. we celebrated the nonconformist kind of thing. And while all these young. Irvine suburban kids had brand new cars. I had this beat up yeah. equipment van that became cool. Right. B- banana yellow, bright yes, yellow. Yeah. So, yeah. There was a kid in your grade, Jonah, who had like a big yellow truck. Yep. Truck. And it yeah. was like the coolest thing. Like I grew up kind of near Molly in near Shaker. Yeah, sure. And we both did. And um <laughs> and and there were a lot of kids who had these really nice cars, but I feel like that yellow yeah. truck was yeah. like... I had a lot of bumper stickers on my car, like just covered with band. We actually would sneak bumper stickers on each other's cars Whoa. to mess. Okay. Like I would come out and there'd just be a U.S. Marines bumper sticker <laughs> on the back of the other car I drove, which was a beat up VW Bug. Okay. Like, yeah. Ah, oh, they got me. So we'd have bumper That's sticker really wars. That's really funny. Yeah. yeah, Jonah drove... A Jetta, and it was like we would drive in to school, and he would be like blasting no effects and stuff. And be blasting music, and I'd be late. But I felt so cool. Believe it or not, I wasn't very punk in high school. That's hard to believe. Joan, I know. (laughs) Joan, and so I'd come in like so studious and all my books, but we'd be blasting like. You know, whatever. And you got a little street cred. Yeah, off and of that. I'd be like, yeah. I guess I'm getting out of my brother's car. I was probably sometimes annoyed because <laughs> we were late, but like, <laughs> I was, I was like, so like, I felt like it was such a cool way to show up to school. Of course. You know, like yeah. whatever. I guess I'm just listening to this punk music. And that, but scoot back to Scooby Doo. Sure. Speaking yeah. of music, they always have a music montage. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought that was so cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember like being a kid on Saturday mornings and watching it, or like do you have a memory of what that? I just knew I was like early riser. Yeah, I would get, and there was just kind of a lineup between like Scooby Doo, Sigmund and the Sea Monster. Okay, and Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. Yes, it was a big Saturday morning yeah. cartoon. Yeah, here's where I was also a weird. My younger brother though still wouldn't wake up before I would. Okay. And I loved playing Monopoly. Okay. By myself cuz the whole house having- <laughs> was still sleeping. Yeah. And so I would set up the board and I'd play and then when it wasn't my turn, I'd sneak into my mom's room and I would move her piece. I'd set up for two players. Okay. I, I would be, you know, the dog or the okay, the yeah. car or the yeah. shoe or whatever. I'd move around the board and then when it was the other person's turn, I'd roll for them. They'd land on and so I'd go into my mom's room like, "Mom, Yes or no on Park Place. Oh, that's so She'd sweet. be like, what? 
just say yes or no. She'd be like, no. Okay. Which means she, she didn't want to buy it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'd do whole rounds of playing wow. by myself. Yeah. Until everyone finally woke up. What a patient kid. That's Patience. So- yeah. Yeah. Did you find like having that money? I re- we played kind of a lot of Monopoly in sure, our house. Sure. And I remember just like the feeling of having a lot of that money just truly made me feel rich. And like, I just, well, it was hard for me to like give up that money. I have a money story too. I have two money stories. <laughs> Great. So yes, I can totally identify with that. And I always felt like we were running out of 500, $500 bills. Yeah. There was in plenty of hundreds, but the 500s would go through quickly, I okay. feel like. Okay, maybe there were less. And yeah. there was a neighborhood across the street from the apartment complex I grew up in was Damber Drugs. And I was walking through the toy section one day. You could buy refills of Monopoly money. I've never <sighs> heard of that. Wow. wow. Let's just say it's the only time I've ever shoplifted. I took a stack of 500s. <laughs> <laughs> I stole fake money and I put it in my pocket and I walked out really stiffly. I'm sure if there was a camera, I'd be like the worst kid actor by the time I walked. <laughs> Very, I'm just do to do. I'm walking out of the drugstore. No, no need to look over here. And then I ran home and I stole monopoly money to add to our games we had plenty of 500s <laughs> oh my god and you still remember it you still of course i still remember what it. what a big yeah and then i brought i didn't realize we we're gonna be talking about money but <laughs> is this the other story this is the other yeah. story <laughs> i brought my favorite christmas present that i got this year <gasps> from my wife it's a little attache case <gasps> <laughs> guess what it's filled with Tiny stacks of money. (laughs) Everyone here in the room? That's like 10 grand, at least. She got this for me. That's such a great... Yeah. And you keep it on your person? I I just thought, maybe we'll talk about this today. Maybe there's be a good reason for me to show you. You knew money would come... Yeah. You knew you're meeting with the Bayers, money might come up. And then... (laughs) And then that relates to SNL, Yeah. Because when I met Lauren, because I had read a story about how Adam Sandler did something where he just pretended to hump a chair or something and was signed on the spot. Okay, okay. And I I remember reading that going, you know what? He didn't worry about pleasantries or he just was like funny right away and they signed him and that's the way to do it. Yeah. And so I thought if, and I knew I had to meet Lauren for my second audition. Right. It was a meeting before you. And I thought, I'm going to walk in with a briefcase I'm going to fill it full of fake counterfeit money. And as he's talking to me, I'm just going to go like, Lauren, we can all talk till the cows come home. But we all know there's only one thing that really talks, and it's hard cold cash. And I was going to open it up and set it on his desk. And then I was going to like, so I'm going to walk out of this room. And (laughs) no one needs to know. You can take that money or you don't have to, whatever. And... You can decide whether I should be on this show or not. So I walked into the room, and Steve Higgins had just been hired as producer with a briefcase. What comedian (laughs) walks into a room with a briefcase, a leather briefcase? It wasn't even a cool-looking one. And I walk in, I can tell the vibe is not for joking around. (laughs) And it was super serious. And I was like, oh, my God, I got so freaked out. And I never got to my bit, so I'm just holding Call my briefcase. <laughs> Did he ask you it's what it was for? It's the most unfunny thing ever. A weird, shy, quiet guy. It's supposed to be funny. <laughs> like, 
I'm supposed to be humping a chair. My my inspiration was like, go hump a chair, do something active. And I'm just like, uh-huh, yes. <laughs> well, I was thinking about doing this character. I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. Uh, finally, after 20 minutes, Higgins goes, nice briefcase. I'm like, yeah, thanks. He's like, anything else you want to ask me? I'm like, no. Oh, and my God. And I walked God. out, and, he, and he never knew. I told him later, what, and he thought it was so funny that I couldn't pull the trigger on the bit. So- Anyway, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 